1: So I got my dad hat on, yeah. I could be suiting up. So I got my bow tie on, yeah. Dad hats and bow ties. Dad hats and bow. Dad hats and bow ties. Dad hats and bow. I could be suiting up. So I got my bow tie on, yeah. I could be chilling up. So I got my dad hat <laughs> on, yeah. Dad hats and bow ties. Dad hats and bow. Dad hats and bow ties. Dad hats and bow ties. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Dad Hats and Bowties. It is the Kid XAB.
0: It is your man, distinguished the guy. What it do, people? It's your boy, d flow. Yeah, and we are at another
1: episode of Dad Hats and Bowties. Anybody got an all-man moment? Because I sure as hell do. Nah, Nah, bro, I don't really
2: really got an all-man moment today, man. You know?
1: Well, so let me get into my all-man moment. So, (laughs) Mike, the good guy who was on our 2 Live crew last week... Uh, who's running around going by the name God? Shout out to my man, uh, formerly known as Word Spit. Uh, decided last week that he wanted to shoot a bunch of content pieces in the woods, all the way out on the outskirts of New York. Did he get a permit? They, I don't know. I'm not asking <laughs> about his business, <laughs> but uh, he set everything up. I was like, all right, cool. And I was like, ah, you know what? This would be a dope opportunity to chill with my mans. I know he has invited me to a couple of things recently, and I haven't been able to attend. Um, So I was like, yo, this would be a good good time to, like, really let my mans know that I do support him. I know he knows it already, but like I said, recently I haven't been able to go to many of the things. Uh, Or maybe not as recently, but he has invited me to a couple of things that I just wasn't able to go to. So I was like, all right, let me go to this. Um, So it was me And then uh, I had three other people riding with me That were going to shoot content pieces with him as well And we all went out there Car ride was dope I had somebody who was one in my car Ladies and gentlemen BMW 3 Series are not designed for niggas <laughs> That are above 6'7 I would say so there he goes, was seven
2: one. Jesus
1: Christ 71 400 is. and something pounds bro I wonder How big his
0: dick is now
1: yeah. Okay <laughs> <laughs> Anyways <laughs> I don't know, bro. Flow, <laughs> flow. Flo, you gotta explain it to me. I'm just asking. Him. No, no, no. Oh. Not distinguish. I said, flow, F- flow. You gotta explain it to me. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I don't want your logic distinguished. I don't. <laughs> I'm not dealing with it. But Eddie, bro. I
2: don't know, bro. And that's the first thing that comes to your mind when you think about a seven-one, four-hundred-pound nigga. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: rocks your
1: boat, sir. but so we drive out there i'm <laughs> concerned the whole time because i'm like damn this nigga look like he is packed in this car like he about to die bro mm. like, this nigga is literally huddled three in three hour three Jesus hour drive says. son i'm like yo did this he nigga have to might pee? not make
0: it did he have to pee
1: okay so <laughs> <laughs> we we get up there <laughs> Everything is cool at first It's a bunch of us Everybody's trying to do their own little content thing Some people want to do photo shoots Other people are doing skits Um, And I'm chilling I have some costumes It's a good amount of people Like it's like a decent amount of people Seeing that we're in a pandemic It's not a lot Everybody's kind of like social distance Or brought their mask. Cool Around We got out there like 4 o'clock Around 8 o'clock <laughs> Mad niggas just start showing up so We're like Okay uh, My man wants to shoot Like this big contents piece And he wants everybody to be part of it So we're like alright cool No problem no problem no problem So We get to this point mm-hmm. And a shorty appears It's like okay cool She, she runs in there And I heard a little <clears throat> You know what I mean And I looked at her and I was like, shit, you know, she just came in from the cold. No, no issues. You know what I'm saying? So I go, this is the part where it got crazy. I went upstairs to change for the skit that homie wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And I hear... Damn near fifteen minutes straight of shorty coughing in the next room. You
0: was, you so well, now, are you sure are you sure she wasn't rapping? She wasn't practicing for the skit. No, I'm, I'm positive. Okay. I'm Positive. Right.
1: T- she wasn't on Ti's new album. Oh, all right. So, <laughs> so I'm there for fifteen minutes. Like I'm listening now because I'm like, yo, that's not, that's not, you pull on your pants, bro, and as she catches your attention, <laughs> be like. Hold on. Exactly. What the fuck's going on over there? Exactly. I was like, yo, I'm like, yo, there's a wall dividing us, mm. and I can hear you coughing. So you're coughing hard and you coughing for mad long. So she came back downstairs and she coughed in front of some niggas. And some niggas was like, Yo, y'all temperature checking? Oh snack. Cause Shorty over here been coughing mad crazy. So everyone looking at her,
0: she's I giggling. I was like You said she was giggling? She giggled, bro. Oh, she ain't no. saying nothing. She just uh, giggled. You
2: me think
1: she's an insurgent, uh. bro. I don't know. <laughs> uh. So now I'm like, I'm like, yo, I'm looking at the people I came with, and I'm like, yo, because one of them had came and was like, yo, should we stay? Because the vibe is right. Everyone is mad cool. I was like, yo, I, in my mind, I'm like, I don't think we're going to get done with this content piece until like one in the morning. And I don't know if I'm finna to drive three hours one in the morning. I was like, we could probably just take a nap, or I could take a nap, get up at five, and then we could dip. So I was like, yo, we could stay. It's cool. And then when she came and started coughing, I was like, nah, we not staying. <laughs> I'm not I'm not doing this, son. Cause niggas would be asleep. She coughing. The shit just is supposed to be aerosol. Shit could be in the air. Niggas is dying. So I was like, yo, I'm trying to stay away from this shorty as long as possible. Cause she <laughs> she's not doing nothing right. It's like, if you have a cough like that, I don't care if it's like you have a cold and you know that it's not COVID. We don't know that it's not COVID. So you need to... <laughs> nigga. <laughs> you all right, bro? What's going on over there, man? We don't know that it's not COVID. So you either need to walk into the room and be like, yo, I have allergies or yo, I had a cold that I'm getting over. It's not COVID or whatever the case is. She's so making that me So niggas kind of know.
0: She's making me And cough. you
1: should be wearing your mask anyway. Because you clearly have a cough, You're like now, nah, fuck that, my nigga.
2: <laughs> if she coughing fifteen minutes straight. Bitch, take your ass home. I can't. Uh, that, that
1: was my fucking, fucking next what point, you got, bro. Like, that was my next point. But she if, stayed.
0: But she stayed. Right.
1: But she left her house. Stay your ass inside. How if does you she look?
0: Coughing crazy. Does she get a pass for looking good or no? No,
1: nobody gets a. I don't give a fuck if you are fucking Kim Kardashian. My nigga, you coughing like a maniac. Stay your ass inside. You could have zoomed your ass in here. Fuck. That's a fact. Nobody she really wanted to boy, do all that.
0: She really wanted to be there. She had a purpose, like everybody else.
1: Okay. I told you she's an insurgent, bro. Yeah. So, so if I wake up in three days dying, uh, thank you, distinguished. That was
0: her purpose. No, bro, we're you know gonna. It from, uh, no, we're gonna find her, and then yeah. she'll be meeting you somewhere. What'd you say? Was she
2: a random or was she invited? Yeah,
0: that, that, that's a good question.
2: So
1: that's the question because there was a group chat of specific niggas that was supposed to show up to this joint. Mm-hmm. More niggas came than was in the group chat, so it was a party. It was a sausage. It test. wasn't a party. Okay, but more niggas was there than what was supposed to be there. Okay, and so we don't know if she was part of the niggas that was supposed to be there or part of the niggas that wasn't supposed to be there. All we know is that she showed up coughing. Question. And that shit wasn't who, it.
0: Who was responsible for taking that young lady back home?
1: That's a good question. I, she did leave in a group. She, she left in a, in a group.
0: Group, if you're listening to this fucking podcast, group, please be advised that there's a corona watch going on. You ha, you guys have 48 hours to figure out if you <laughs> got corona or not. Somebody might <laughs> die tomorrow. You think I'm joking. The shit might go down.
1: This is a fact. So, speaking of uh, T.I.'s album... T.I. dropped a new album called The Libra. I did not know uh, T.I. was a Libra.
0: Oh, uh, um, that explains a lot about T.I., okay. But uh, did you listen to the album, bro? I didn't listen to it. I didn't even know T.I. dropped the album until we just talked about it. <laughs> and that
1: is kind <laughs> of my one of my points today. I didn't know about is the rollout for this album. How do you feel about it, bro? Because it just seemed mad random.
0: I think some Eat people, that. when you get to T.I.'s level of hip-hop stature and hip-hop status... I don't think these niggas give a fuck about rollouts no more. I feel like the more independent artists like we, you know, shout out to quote, quote has been dropping some fire content lately. Those artists care about their rollouts. They care about how shit is done. They fucking, uh, their engagement with their fans. They might do some, you know, some, some, some funny ass, um, story like promoting leading up to the project, you know, shout out to my friend Amani Gooden. I'll be leaving a review for her album, um, that she, uh, did, um, over the week uh last week, uh she just dropped it. I'll be leaving a review tomorrow. You know, they care about their shit. I feel like seasoned artists they don't give a fuck about their shit. They don't. I think he needs to care
1: about it. Flo, you're you're on mute. I don't know if you noticed. <laughs> um Yeah. I think he needs to care about it though, because he's not in like I don't know if people are running to the TI album. So him just dropping it surprise status. Doesn't do him any justice.
0: If he has a single on the radio right now buzzing, maybe they might care.
1: Nobody's listening to the radio like that, though, at this particular moment in time. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people are still home, so yeah. they're not really getting radio exposure. That's true. And the biggest things are the playlists. Playlists and are the I biggest played things, a, I played a playlist um, on my drive. And I didn't really hear them put too many things on there, mm. so I don't, I don't know. I just feel like the rollout was a little wacky. One part of his rollout was, if you notice, on the Shade Room, one of his songs confirms, I guess, that some drunk nigga peed in a movie theater, and some of the pee got on Drake. So they, wait, they wait, name
0: dropped wait, Drake. Wait, wait, <laughs> wait, 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 Champagne Poppy got pissed Elaborate. on Elaborate champagne Wait, you never, poppy got pissed this,
1: on y'all never heard of this story
0: no nah I never heard of it bro champagne oh, poppy got pissed on that's
1: crazy well this also was brought up by Meek Mill not to maybe well when they were feuding yeah Meek Mill had brought up in one of his songs I think it was War, War something so one of the shits that he was throwing at Drake back then uh, and he recounts the time where one of T.I.'s mans was in the movie theater and peed on Drake and Drake kind of just brushed it off like Drake didn't try to fight him or nothing like that. Wait. So Meek, Meek tried to make it seem like, yo, you pussy, because you let a grown ass man pee on you. So the story as it developed is that one of T.I. Ti and his mans, all of them are in a the movie theater. And the guy is drunk. Guy gets super drunk, drunk to the point where he's peeing on himself. And I guess the way Drake was sitting next to the dude or underneath the dude, if it's a movie theater, underneath. some pee got on Drake. Where, where did and the pee land? I have that. I don't know. <laughs> um,
0: they didn't get that detailed. That depends. That depends on the level of care for me. Because if the pee landed <laughs> on the back of my neck... Nigga, we fighting. If the let's if see, the, let's if, see
1: if I can find. Uh, right. let's see oh. if they no, bro. P land any motherfucking
2: way on me in any motherfucking public place, my nigga. Yeah, I am fessed
1: up,
0: my friend. Yeah, brain. bro. First I of all, can tell you that much. First of all, it's one thing to throw shade, D Flow, but to throw piss in the theater. You throw a piss on the back of a nigga.
1: <laughs> Let me see oh, no, if there bro. is a uh, detailed way. This shit where, where. sounds crazy. This Ain't is no the all man moment, right? That part,
2: bro. <laughs> so apparently tight, this though. this
1: friend also has passed. So I do want to oh. say RIP. Oh, wow. Damn, but, okay.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah so that, one
1: of the memories he shared is, is when they were out in Los Angeles <laughs> and <laughs> mm-hmm. allegedly Cap got so drunk he accidentally got some pee on Drake. So I don't know how this shit
0: happened. Sheesh. Um, All right, P did that, man.
1: But yeah, I I don't know. (sighs) I don't (sighs) know. Yo, life is crazy. That that was part of the rollout. And then I think he was on The Breakfast Club talking about uh, him telling uh, 50 Cent that he wanted to do a versus battle. And these are the rollout content pieces that we doing for T.I. What? I agree that T.I... Tia should get, I don't know, prime status promotion when his his albums are coming out. But for the yeah, last couple of albums, it hasn't been that that
2: Remember, he's on the Atlantic, so you gotta think about who's the 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 go to artist for Atlanta right now. You got Cardi, you got Uzi Vert, you got mad niggas, you got um, you got um A Hoodie with the Book A A Boogie. You got the the little Haitian dude, what's the little Haitian crazy Kodak? one name um, Kodak? You got mad people on Atlantic that kinda that's a bit more popping. You got um what the other one in Twenty One Savages, mad artists on Atlantic right now that that I kinda I would say that's maybe taking a bit more priority in terms of Atlantic putting a bit more of a
1: effort into a rollout. Well twenty one <laughs> you know, did so. drop this month too. So i was about to say twenty one yeah, savage 21 definitely dropped Metro. dropped some heat. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so, I hear that. I hear that point. I, I just... I don't know. I don't know, man. He's, the, he's
2: a veteran, though. He he was the one who pulled them out of the slums back in the day when he was doing them numbers. Atlantic would the, do
1: would do good to have a, a legacy act that they put some actual strong anything behind. Because T.I. is in a, one of those positions where... He could potentially have that camp that holds the next guard for Atlantic for that that particular sound that he has where he's storytelling, but he's also uh, very lyrical. Like, there's not too many artists like Ti in this day and age, and I think it would be they would do well to kind of promote a legacy act on Atlantic because I like who's the older acts that they really put an investment behind that are big.
2: Not within the hip-hop realm, at least. It's not that I could think of. I'm not too sure outside of it's, Grand Hustle. Yeah, I think they, really they have all their
1: it. eggs right now in the basket of the younger acts that they have.
2: Yeah, because Grand Hustle was the one that was really holding down Atlantic. Then he had Kevin Gates in them. But um, Atlantic, Grand Hustle been holding them down for a while.
1: Well, oh. <laughs> Speaking of another artist, Kanye West. Oh boy! He released his first campaign video. I did not see it. I don't know if any of y'all. Got no, the I haven't seen it. Campaign for
2: what? For pre-
1: wait, president. Wait, he's still doing president that. When he still he dropped the fucking president. Of- for president of where, when, what? United what year? States of America, twenty twenty,
2: twenty twenty. shit. this
1: nigga is a clown. I don't want to hear. I don't want to know
0: nothing. <laughs> I don't want to nothing. I'm good. This, this nigga. <laughs> dropped.
2: Yo, he got that much money now. Does he really have that much money now that he can just waste money? Bro, it's dropping a, troll.
1: a campaign ad. It is a. It is. Bro, he dropped the campaign video and dropped a single well, in what, the same week. What, bro. What's the name of the single? Nah, nah, nah.
0: Nah, yeah. <clears throat> nah. <laughs> he
1: dropped a single called "Nah Nah Nah" on Friday. I had the uh, it wasn't the pleasure. It wasn't the pleasure of. I got to listen to the shit because again, I put on a playlist when driving upstate. Okay, and it was on the playlist. That song is terrible. I have no idea what the fuck this nigga is thinking. I at this point. I mean, we've been saying it, and I've been come to this conclusion. But at this point, I really just think the man is is ill, and they just let the nigga do whatever he wants. So.
2: I don't even... Uh, this is my conspiracy side. I think he just... The labels are forcing him to put out content, and he's just like, oh, y'all want content? I'm going to put out some, <laughs> some contents for y'all niggas right now. You know what's funny, though? <laughs> and just proceeds... Bro, from the time I heard that skippity doo track, so I was just like, oh, nah, this nigga this nigga fucking with these niggas up there. So he's like, oh, y'all niggas want me to put out content? Say like the reality I would is... I'm just throw out whatever the fuck I want to throw out. Exactly.
0: And going to your point, D-Flow, this shit is going to be polarizing because somebody's going to look at this like, it's so fucking funny and stupid, we're still going to use it in other shit. He's still going to get money from it. Still gonna That's happen. the point.
2: <laughs> it's on Playlist <laughs> already. He's going to get money. Yeah, yeah, he's leveraged his fame to the point where he know people are going to follow him regardless, regardless. regardless. But at the same time, he's realizing that... <laughs> The labels want contact content. The, the his contracts probably stipulate that he release music ever so often, mm-hmm. but they don't control his creativity. They could control how much content he has to drop. Oh, okay. But they can't control what content he drops. Okay, that that so, that makes
0: sense. That makes sense.
2: I, I mean, this is not the specifics. I'm just making an assumption. Yeah, yeah, of course, of but course. But that assumption makes sense to why
0: he would be doing yeah, what the fuck he's doing.
2: So he just like, oh, this is what I'm in the mood to make today. I'm gonna make whatever the fuck that is and just throw it out and just whoever rocks with it rocks with it. If it does number, oh well. If it doesn't, oh well. Correct.
1: I mean, I think all all things can be true because I we've seen Kanye just in regular standing and he does not seem regular. He does he seems a bit off. So I do I do feel like part of it is also like he's just letting the the illness. He just does whatever he wants. He doesn't probably even like, like we know he thinks of his mental illness as a superpower. So he just, he does whatever he wants. I don't think he takes his medication. And I'm not, I'm not forcing that route on him, but I'm just saying his behavior is clearly erratic in certain instances. He did the campaign rally two months ago or however long ago that was. And he looked nuts on stage. And now he's doing again. A little bit of erratic behavior. Again, I don't think that he is not intelligent. I think, again, a lot of people get that confused when someone has a mental illness that they lack intelligence. That's not what's happening here. His reality, though, is just a little off-center for me. But I agree. I also think that we do know he has contract issues. Or he had had contract issues that he was negotiating and working out. So, it is very possible that he's like, I... Nah, I'm going to fulfill what I need to fulfill And I'm going to just put out Whatever the fuck I want to put out And y'all just going to have to deal Facts. with it Because this this single was terrible But Donda does sound like It might have been a good project It looked like it was going in that route Of being decent I don't know, man um, I don't know, son He got tight at Issa Rae this week Because Issa I made some, that. some Yo, the piece that I saw Wasn't even that bad she said F Kanye. And that was it for the skit. I don't know if you saw something else.
2: No, it wasn't that crazy, bro. It was... It's SNL. Who don't they make fun of on SNL? That's like, what I'm like... Everybody goes to SNL and they that's what the thought they do to impersonate people. They make skits. They make fucking trolling shit. Like, that's what... They're the original trolls. (laughs) Them and fucking In Living Color was the original trolls. Y'all niggas want to know what the trolls are? Watch Saturday Night Live and watch In Living Color. Y'all niggas going to see what the fuck is about. Y'all want to see some real good... These niggas
1: hit the nails on the heads, boy. If you want to see niggas made fun of the right way, the right fucking way. (laughs) That's the show. Those are the
2: two shows you should watch. And SNL's been going on for fucking 30 years. Cut that shit out. Remember,
0: um, Kanye West definitely released a song that we all fell in love with when he released it off of my beautiful dog, Twisted Fantasy called Power. And on Power, Kanye says, until the whole crew at SNL they can kiss my whole ass. So he's been having beef with these niggas since God knows when. Because they've been clowning him since he did the George <laughs> Bush skit. I mean, since
2: he did the George Bush shit. They've been making skits about this nigga, so I don't know. I guess he felt a little bit away about it because Issa Ray decided to reenact it. But if 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 um if if who was the dude um is it Keenan? If yeah. Keenan had did
1: it, they wouldn't have had an issue with it. Keenan, Keenan was the moderator. It was like some Chicago live uh TV interview, and all the only piece I saw was Issa say. Well, f Kanye at the end because they said, and now we'll talk about the presidential race between Joe Biden, Donald Trump, and Kanye West. And then Issa goes Kanye West, and then and then she's like f Kanye West. She didn't even say fuck Kanye West. She said f Kanye West, and he got a little butt hurt off of that. I'm like, I right. like, now it's
0: really now it's really fuck Kanye West for real. Now 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 she like oh yeah fuck this nigga now. I don't
2: know what he thought, who he thought would have taken him serious right now. Like
1: he should have never ran for yeah. All these things. My thing is, I always look at legacy, and he's really hurting his legacy, in my opinion. And I guess, I guess because a lot of people live in this here and now stuff, they don't really think about legacies and stuff like that. But that's the first thing on my mind when it comes to some of his antics, some of his musical choices releasing certain music and how it sounds and it being poorly mixed and all these other things yes Kanye has amazing projects but I do feel like you can take away from your legacy if you put out a bunch of bullshit towards the end so and I kind of feel like that's what's happening with him like he even them fucking new Yeezy shoes he put out them shits that look like shells it's like yeah, of course you got your hardcore followers that still are, are dumb enough to buy them shits and think it's a status. And we're going to talk about designer clothing later. But, like, the shit looks, I don't know. It's wacky to me, bro.
2: I am good, sir. I am good for my friend. I am not going to be doing. First of all, I only sneakers I really enjoy, the Red Octobers were Fuego. Yeah, Red October, And the Boost. The boots are not bad. They're, the boot series are alright. I, I bangs with them. They look comfortable. Yeah, like with the Red Octobers, though.
1: Yeah, the Red Octobers. I would buy,
2: I would buy them shits right now. Today. If I, if I had... <laughs> not, I'm not spending two grand on it. But if someone <laughs> came fact. to me like, yo, 300, I probably would cop it from cop them. It. I'd be like, yo, I'm getting these shits for sure.
1: Cop it. I, w- I was interested in getting some Yeezys before he started going down this route. I can't really... Su- I have a thing where I'm not supporting foolishness. If I... If I'm talking about it on the podcast, I feel like it's foolish. I, most likely, I'm not supporting it. So, like, it's hard for me to justify buying some Yeezys at this moment in time because he's just doing a lot of things that are counter to what I would personally support. But he does have a, a single on the way with the baby, and they, they had a snippet Kanye West. Kanye West started cursing on records again. You thought, I, you thought that shit was going to last, bro? Bro, Kanye is back and forth. It's it's all erratic. All erratic behavior.
2: That man. Bro, that man. Kanye is battling for his own soul right now, bro. So That is a fact. I, mean, uh, I don't know. He's in a battle. He's in a battle. Really dark place, battling for his soul right now. That's a so, fact. <laughs> I think Kanye West is just doing whatever he got to do to stay above water. Even though he's made a lot of money, he is. I think that man is fighting for his life. To be honest with you, I I am a hundred
1: percent in
0: agreement. There's I, something I really wrong. Think like there. we gotta, <clears throat> we really gotta uh, pray for Mister Kanye Amari I West. Think, we gotta
1: pray for him. I think he he has these up and downs and I think that he has attention seeking behavior. And those two things are just
0: not a good mix. So, oh, definitely boy.
1: praying for that man. Yeah, man. I'm praying um, I'm praying you know, for Kim's sanity.
0: Kimberly Kardashian West, I don't know how you do it. I honestly They're don't. They're
1: part of it, bro. They're part of it, she, son. I, like,
0: she's a look. part of it, but I don't think she's causing this part of his life.
1: Yeah, I don't want to put that on her. I, don't I think do not think, she's think causing that the marriage in the beginning Uh, probably put mad extra stress on him, too. But I do feel like at this point, she's been, she's at been least supportive. from the public eye, I'm she's supportive. been showing support and trying <laughs> to help, at least publicly. So, I don't know. But, um... I wish him the best. I didn't even man. know yeah. he was
0: cursing on records again. I'm so out the loop, man. I I, I can't do the back. Of either. You gonna be one way or you not? Like somebody asked. Well, he
1: alluded to cursing. I think on a a single, and then he definitely cursed at the 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 rally that he he had. Yeah. Well, 100 percent was cursing. Oh that. yeah.
0: Well, I feel like that. You know, emotions take over. Yada yada yada.
1: I, this record, he I didn't hear him curse on it on this particular record. But I don't I do believe I I think it was a, a Kid Cudi record that released recently that he was on and I thought he cursed on it. So I could be wrong, but I think he's definitely Could Could also to been
2: something he made me record a while a back. A while too. back,
1: correct. Yeah. Get well, help while next. There's some other fucking rappers out here who got some things, some explaining to do yeah. according to uh the police. Who are arresting rappers? And a particular rapper got arrested recently for saying that they spent their unemployment money fraudulently. Oh, so nigga, I heard about this. First, for,
2: for, first off, bro. <laughs> first off, first off, my nigga. First off, my friend. These niggas scammed. Forget <laughs> the unemployment. Spend their Say unemployment. That. Nigga, these dudes scammed one point two million million dollars how the How the? first of all how the fuck you get 1.2 million dollars through unemployment how many <laughs> social security numbers how many hundreds of niggas with these dudes scaring, bro for you to come up on a hundred uh, for you to come up on 1.2 million dollars on fucking unemployment my nigga 1.2 million dollars i need y'all to wrap y'all heads around that son oh yeah that's niggas, 1.2 the maximum payout is five hundred a week. <laughs> How these niggas get a one point <laughs> two <laughs> million dollars, bro? How, sway? Honestly, I ain't even gonna knock the brother.
1: His ambition is—he probably eight did the um plus. He probably did the the uh, the business one too, because a lot of people got money from doing the the unemployment, the business aspect of it—the one that they were the little checks they would get. Well, not little. The checks that they were giving out. During yeah, the hey, pandemic. They want little. Niggas <laughs> was getting racks upon racks upon But racks a lot of niggas. I think boy. there's a nigga facing life in prison right now. Really? For uh, Unemployment uh, fraud? Yeah, son. The nigga right, did 40 bro. million. It's a, it's a celebrity, 40. too. <laughs> it's a celebrity. 40 million? Celebrity that damn, did 40. Son. Damn, I am I might look him up later. But so he did 40 million. One of the celebrities and he's, he's facing life
2: I know there was a dude From Pretty Ricky That yes, did 20 yeah.
1: something million 40 million It was him oh, Wait wait wait, wait. 40,
2: I thought it was 24 million He's facing million.
1: life No I think it was 40 million He's facing life in prison bro Oh
2: nah yeah, goddamn. damn the, um, the relief fund He, They did fraud On the um, pandemic relief fund Which is the the Small business payback joint Everything is just Overestimating
1: right there boy <laughs>
0: That's just what happens when you're too That's greedy, wild man. To me, That's bro. just what happens. It when is you're 24 too greedy. million,
1: 24 million. But
2: yeah, I, I read up on that joint, bro. And
1: I, I saw, I was like, wait, wait,
2: hold the, hold the. How did I see this shit? I had to look that shit up. I'm nigga like, yo, nigga's
1: gonna- baby blue facing life in prison for COVID
0: loan scam. Listen, man. <laughs> I have, I have no fucking comment, bro. I. I ain't gonna hold you,
2: son. Put that <laughs> twenty grand, <laughs> bro.
0: All he had to do was stop while he was ahead. That that that's all he had to do. That's all he had to do. Now
2: nah, the nigga, the nigga that went, the nigga that X first brought up though, he was this nigga made a whole song,
0: and put this it nigga out. Had a record. Oh yeah, he, he's an idiot. Well, a, that a nigga song. should be facing idiot type of life. bragged
2: man. on social media, bro. Like he's I know a that we we the uh,
1: we find it funny and we joke a little bit, but this does go back to something that Distinguished I brought up a long time ago. This is not free money. Y'all we pay for this at some point, (laughs) all these trillions of dollars that they are given in relief funds. We have to pay for at some point in time. And so for niggas to just be out here scamming, I'm not saying don't give the relief fund. Don't, don't get me wrong, but for niggas to use it and buy Azul's and Yeezy (laughs) boosts, and Porsches, and living the projects, and whatever the fuck, you're doing a disservice for the people who actually need that money, and you're doing a disservice for whenever this shit comes back around, and whoever's going to be paying for it. It may not even be us paying for it at that point in time, but this shit will be coming back around at some point. And
0: time. you're doing a disservice for your family, because now, my nigga, what good are you to your daughter, to your son, to your niece, to your nephew, to your mom, to your pops, when you're facing life for imprisonment? Nigga, are you dumb? Niggas did not think niggas did not think this through. Blue flake, baby blue, you're gonna be blue in the face by the time they're done with you in that prison. I'm telling you, baby. I'm telling you. you gonna <laughs> So
1: Ryan Henry talked about sleeping with his best friend's baby mom. Oh,
0: this shit was crazy.
1: Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Yo, reading that story last week, my nigga. Jeez. Like, uh, so
0: what what what's going on with that, bro? So listen. So when it first came out it would have appeared that Ryan Henry's best friend um was battling and suffering with cancer which you know grace and glory be to God that he beat it okay that's number 1 however in that situation i guess when the actual story broke when the husband of said wife that Ryan was cheating on with he claims that shorty was fucking around with Ryan while he was going through his battle with cancer. But then we learned just a few days ago that no, that was just a, that's just his side. She claims, yo, like that nigga was abusive. That nigga wasn't really like doing what he had to do as a man. So, you know, we had that one little trip, whatever trip they took, niggas had, they niggas created their moment and Ryan got in the motherfucking Billy Jeans and went straight to work. Um, So what I'm saying, though, is this is my thing, right? I listen to a lot of old school hip hop. And I was listening to Nas's uh, song on Nostradamus. I believe that was his second or maybe third album. d Flow could correct correct me if I'm wrong. Anyway, Nas got a song on there called Life We Chose. And on the song, the nigga says, this is, and I quote, Nas says, you a fool if your main bitch is easy to fuck. Now, I'm not saying she's a bitch. I'm not saying you a fool, but somebody got fucked and it wasn't you. Okay? Some, and it wasn't you. You, 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 you. you got fucked over. Okay? Um, this is the same situation that Omariana Little Fizz went through. Um, th- th- I feel like men, men, listen to me. If you know that your nigga, your best friend, quote unquote, is a hoe, and he's around your family, your son, your daughter, whoever. And if he even get a whiff in his mind that he could fuck your wife, nigga, before he even inserted his penis in your wife, he already fucked your wife. You got to know your niggas that you're bringing around your family. You got to know. And that that is my take on it. I hope they see counseling. God bless. It's hard, man, because I just...
1: What is, tre- what is cheating... In this in this particular instance, I, I don't know how did it how did it come about? She like you said, she claims he's abuse he was abusive, mm-hmm. and was this a situation where he did something abusive? She ran to this nigga's house, right. or This nigga somehow, mm-hmm. and then a moment was was presented and it happened. Nonetheless. It still kind of comes off weird to me that the nigga was clearly eyeing this nigga's wife. Like yeah,
0: that. like nothing can ever diminish the fact that, yo, he knew, bro, Flo, he knew in his heart, ex, he knew in his soul, his dick knew, yo, your wife's lips are going to be on my dick. And then he he did that. Mission accomplished. He didn't even have to do a fucking movie with Tom Cruise. Mission accomplished. That nigga done blew the whole shit up. I'm not gonna be surprised if she come out this with a baby. I'm not. I'm not gonna be surprised. Really, I no. think it's
1: over. Whatever affair they had, I don't think it's still going on. Uh, at least, at least that's what
0: I, I feel like. I well, heard. and funny you say that because I'm sure we will get to again another situation of a car. A, A Cardi A a Cardi and an Offset Niggas just gotta mind their business I'm at a point now Fellas with celebrities If we're we're discussing them I'm not even gonna go in That much no more Because Cardi and Offset Have taught me A valuable lesson today Mind your motherfucking business One day niggas wanna divorce you Next day niggas wanna uh, Rub uh pussy in your face According to Cardi So I don't know anymore
1: I I, I don't know I told y'all niggas It was a possibility XAB did say this (laughs) (laughs) XAB did say this I said, I don't know if they done done. All of this shit was just too sudden. It just came out the cut too quickly. So I was like, I don't really know if they're done. Because Cardi threw the divorce papers out. Well, she didn't throw the divorce papers out there. Once she filed for divorce, they become public knowledge. Yeah, she said the county clerk did it. Well, it's because it, it becomes public. If you... File for divorce is public for whatever reason. I didn't even know that. When you get married, is public. Well, yeah. Well, you getting married
0: is one thing, right? Right, correct, yeah. So
1: both of those are like you got to you. It's public record, whatever. Cool. Um, but it was just too sudden. I just feel like that was a Cardi move. Cardi was like, "Fuck this nigga, he's doing too much." I'm getting divorced, but it just seemed like it wasn't something that they actually sat down and spoke about, it seemed like they were having a rough patch in their relationship. I don't, and I don't, I, th- I don't condone it, but right. I think that that's what a young, I can see that from a young match.
0: I don't think to be honest. And again, you know, we're not much older than these individuals, but we're a bit older in terms of maturity. I would say at least, I don't think that, and I'm going to stand by it. I know right now it looks crazy guys. I know I said last week, and I think me, me and DeFlo shared these sentiments. Um, they, they wasn't getting back together. That's, that's what I said. But it's clear as day. It's clear as day. If you are in a situation like that, you might not know what the fuck um, toxic shit looks like or um, abrasive things look like until some next level shit happens. Like it may, and I hope it doesn't happen to these individuals, it may have to take something very drastic for her or him to leave because the meme floating around today is, you know, and and I shared it inside of our private chat, Cardi B is like, nah, he wasn't the, bitch, I'm the motherfucker that y'all gotta worry about. I wanna slap the shit out of this nigga sometimes. To me, yeah, it looks like a joke, but I know she's dead ass serious as well. And for all we know, Offset is being abused for all the fuck we know. Fuck the cheating. For all we know, he getting abused. So just to clarify, this
1: this is the tweet that's been going on because, of course, everybody tweets about everybody's relationship. I mean, we talk about it on the podcast sometimes, but I don't think everyone is as responsible as we are when we talk about other people's situations whenever they're brought to the forefront. Anyways... With that being said, Damn, the well, all y'all podcast is, niggas
0: got to get it together.
1: I know it's all jokes, but Offset is an abuser. Textbook emotional abuse. When she tries to leave, he manipulates. On average, it takes people up to seven times to leave an abusive relationship before they actually leave for good. Why and are you then, reading it like that? Bro? Nigga, he got to tap into the woman. <laughs> I got to I got to give it extra emphasis, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then, and then Cardi responded abusive. Girl, I'm the one that do the hitting and shit. Talk about it. Boo. I'm just a crazy bitch. One day I want to smack a nigga. <clears throat> <clears throat> with 2 Ks. <clears throat> <clears throat> uh, say that. Say that, huh? No G's, 2K with uh, smack a <clears throat> nigga. Uh-huh. And leave smack a nigga. <laughs> All right. And leave the next week. And, and leave. And the next week, mm-hmm. I want to ride his face too, uh. and get the comrade. Oh, shit,
0: and the comrade. Talk to him. Hallelujah. Uh. Come on. Who the on. fuck has a comrade? What? Mm.
1: <laughs> Y'all be trying to analyze too much. Mm. And we are just simply dysfunctional. Mm. So that's the meme that's been ro- rolling around. Oh,
0: my goodness. Jeez. I'm going to
2: tell you several reasons why this bothers me. <laughs> I'm going to tell you a truth thing. <laughs> and- And the first thing I don't want That I don't like that she does I respect her Her authenticity I guess you could say And her realness Yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But you're only further Encouraging Dysfunctionality And toxic relationships Mm. Mm -hmm. Especially to a lot of these younger ones These younger kids who Are so used to toxicity Mm -hmm. i think this is a horrible thing to do because you're further spreading the belief that it's okay to do that type of dysfunctional shit in a relationship and at the end of the day you're not trying to encourage healthy relationships and at the end of the day there are public there are there are public figure like There's a lot of kids who look up to him and be like, yeah, we want to be like Offset and Cardi. Like, Mm -hmm. what? If that's what you're aspiring to be? to And then for her to come around, and a lot of women were on her side where they were just like, yeah, Cardi, leave that (laughs) cheating-ass nigga just for You see, this is shit that why why niggas (laughs) be like, yo, leave some of these hoes alone. Because a lot of these chicks be out here acting as if though they're not with none of the shits, but low-key encouraging it. Because the whole time Cardi made it seem as if though she don't fuck with a cheater, she don't do this, she don't do that, just for her to, it's like, take back everything. She turned around and basically just said, fuck what all y'all think, if I'm rocking with this nigga, I'm rocking with this nigga. And then made it seem as if though, oh, well, he's not the only one acting wild, I'm acting wild too. Like, what? So what What are we supposed to believe now? I was like, you, you led all of us to believe that this man was, you know, cheating or whatever. And then you turned around and make it seem as if though, well, it's not that deep. So why the fuck were you complaining, bro, then, then don't put your shit
0: on shows, then don't put your shit on social media. I mean, the fact, the fact that Cardi B as of this morning, according to the Breakfast Club, deleted her Twitter account because she felt attacked, and she wasn't even being attacked. She said they was on her Twitter account attacking offset. And she deleted her shit because she was just trying to tell people to stay the fuck out of her business. And I'm just like in my mind I'm like, it's too late for that boo-boo. It's it's past well, that. This is I what think. F-
2: th- this is what's I mean, gonna happen. do you want people to stay out your business if you're putting your business right. out there? Correct you can't stay out of it if it's in our face. Correct. Well,
1: I think that all things are true because if we if we follow her account of it, she didn't make her divorce public. It was made public and then blogs picked it up and then She commented on it to clear up if it was happening or not. Guess she was getting enough questions where she felt like she had to respond. I also feel like everything that Flo said is true in the sense of it encouraging other relationships to think that this type of behavior is okay. This is a toxic relationship. What I don't like is how they automatically make offset an abuser Mm -hmm. offset has toxic and abusive uh fucking things that he's done we spoke about the love bombing in terms of that being a little bit of an abusive behavior Mm -hmm. but i think that i don't think that one i don't think offset is was actively thinking oh i'm manipulating her emotions by getting her this gift i think that offset Once wanted his girl back and thought that this would be a good way to get her back, Mm -hmm. not knowing that it falls in line with abusive behavior. A lot of us do things and I'm not talking about us, but a lot of people do things that are deemed toxic or deemed a little bit messy or nasty, but they don't realize it. They do it. And then it isn't until somebody brings it to their forefront and and breaks it down for them. Like, "Yo, do you see how this could actually be something negative? that you would be like oh snap i didn't think about it that way love bombing is one of those things if you lose lose a girl you get into an argument with your girl and you want to make up sometimes you be like yo let me go get her some flowers or Mm -hmm. let me go get her that watch that i i've been saying i'm gonna get her to really show her that i'm apologizing for whatever it is you're not thinking about it in the sense of it also seems like you're trying to buy her love back or also seems like you're trying to buy her attention back or your your present is contingent upon her taking you back or whatever the case is so yeah there's some toxic things that go along with with that to some extent and it's and it's all in in whatever retrospect like it all has to do with what's happening at the moment context context is everything but there can be moments where that is super, super negative. I also feel like we oftentimes overlook and never talk about when a dude is getting abused. And yeah. and that's that she's... Listen, Cardi has always been an open book. And she's openly said twice now that she's done some nasty shit to d- niggas. Right. And each time she said it, niggas just brush it off. Correct. She said she used to drug niggas and get them lying. That's what she said. That's what she said. She said that she would promise them sex. They go to the hotel room. She roofie the niggas and rob the niggas. Right. The niggas would be robbed. Right. I'm not saying this. She said it. Correct. (laughs) And now she's also saying she's the one who does all the hitting and cursing out. And all of that. Right. So, when we're talking about abusiveness... We could definitely call this a toxic relationship Mm -hmm. from the outside in, Mm -hmm. but labeling people, abusers, you Mm -hmm. don't know these people. Right. So I I have a problem with that. I have a problem with labeling people shit that you know can fuck up their career, fuck up their life, uh, be a terrible stigma, and you don't know these niggas from a hole in the wall. You have never had a conversation with Offset. You don't know why he felt it... uh, Acceptable to buy her a Rolls Royce You don't know if they had conversations Before that Where she told them like yo We could work things out right. And he was like okay cool Let right. me give her a Rolls Royce Cause we working shit out We don't know none of these things So my only thing My only lesson to this whole thing is We can have our opinions About what's happening What's in our face Cool But labeling niggas shit Like abusers Predators uh manipulate you know, like all these that crazy word, shit Nah, bro, because let's be honest. Predator implies almost some pedophilia shit. Right, right. Yeah. Almost, yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. it pretty much impl- implies almost. that you're out here and you're looking for a weak person mm-hmm. to manipulate to and abuse. On. Right. Yeah. So when you go around talking about Jada is a predator, yeah. and these is two grown ass niggas that decide to do some shit, or when you talk about Offset is an abuser, and again, all these things, you're you're throwing titles on people without even knowing them, and you don't know their patterns. Right. Yeah, it looks like every time Offset does some toxic shit, he tries to uh, wiggle his way back in. I don't know if that's manipulation, though, because we aren't there. But,
2: let me ask a question. Would we call
1: cheaters abusers, though? I don't think they're calling him an abuser because of the cheating. They're calling him an abuser, a manipulator, because every time he fucks up, he does some grand gesture to get right, it back.
0: Right, correct.
1: But wait, but wait but hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold
2: up, hold up. If I fuck up, what am I supposed to do?
0: Uh, Well, not do it publicly.
1: It's it's it's, it's toxic when y'all haven't had the conversation of getting back together, and you're using that as a means to get back together. So, if if Cardi is out here talking about, yo, me and him is not dating, da 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 and then he pops up at her interview with uh, fucking Thousand Roses, that's toxic behavior, for sure. Facts.
2: Because he puts her on the spot, and he forces her to give... You're
1: kind of... It's like, like you're, ultimatum, you're, almost. Yeah. It's a, oh, yeah. You're, it's a public... First of all, publicly, you're putting her on the spot, like, you about to... If you don't take this, if you don't look happy... I'm going to look crazy, so what you going to do? And then two, it's almost like, again, you're trying to force her hand with something she may have wanted or a present. And naturally, we like getting presents. But does that necessarily mean you're willing to do the work to stop the fuck up shit? If I go and buy you a, a fucking Rolls Royce, but then the next day I go and, f- and fuck three bitches, and that's what we broke up over in the first place, instead of us saying, yo, I got you this Rolls Royce. And we need to go to therapy because clearly I need some X, Y, and Z. That's where it's up and down. But we don't know the details like that. We don't know if maybe he did say, yo, we need to go to therapy or I need to go to therapy. And I'm checking myself in um, to have some counseling on these days. Da 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 And that's the part where I'm like labeling him an abuser is a bit much. And we're also
2: taking into consideration that they might not be that... They might not have the knowledge to do that. Like, this is true. Therapy. It's like we're 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 going on the fact that they're. I'm not saying that they're not intelligent people. I'm just saying that not everybody has that concept that therapy is a good thing. And we're talking about two hood people, and I, I hate to use that word, but it's true to put it into a stigma. But we're talking about Cardi's a hood bitch, you know. Uh, uh, Offset is a, is a hood nigga, like for them therapy might not be that all they might. And I'm not saying that it's a good thing, but that might be the only thing that they're used to. Yeah. So, you know, like you said a great, you can't just make an assumption because people want these, these things of, you know, what, what the ideal situation should be. They just might not have the wherewithal to do it. There's not, that they don't have the money. It's just
1: they might not. That might not be an option on the fucking table. For and her. that's clearly the case. But you do you hear? Can you hear Cardi B like, "I'm about to go to therapy"? Like you don't hear her I'm say, about, yeah. "Like that's not something that you you know she was." Someone would have to come to her and say, "Y'all niggas need therapy."
2: That's it. That, that's offset what it not thinking that either.
1: Offset don't offset. Off, he don't seem like the type of, see, of nigga. I
2: can see, <laughs> see offset. I can see her telling offset. Yo, we gotta go to therapy. Him looking at her like hum hum who, who the fuck? Who, who who the fuck told you about to go to therapy? And something um, and, and everybody going to the fucking fuck for fucking therapy? Therapy, yeah. therapy. You fuck out of here. And I'm she'd not. Be like, well, someone probably told me it was a good idea. He'd be like, "You listen to these white people too much."
0: Exactly. And
2: That would have been at the end of that conversation right there. I'm
0: still, uh, I'm still growing in my new marriage officiant title. This month I celebrate four months. Um, only thing I can say based on certain conversations I've had with people really listening to uh, how this conversation has been being um, told and then knowing just from the outside looking in and listening to their music, both Cardi and Offset, what I will say is that something drastic is going to have to happen. And I think that drastic thing is going to have to happen He's going to have to see how powerless his money really is because there's not going to be a gift. He's 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 one gift away. He's always going to be one gift away from realizing that she still could walk away from him. So he has to get that through his head. He can't keep buying back or trying to rebuy back her love or rebuy back her trust and her support. Because at some point he's going to try to do a publicity stunt with said event, with said car, with and then she's going to be like, yo, I'm good. And that shit's going to destroy that nigga. I
1: think that's an excellent point.
0: Talk about public humiliation on a whole nother level. When she actually says, you're on some real shit. We had a conversation. And then she calls him out by his government name on some public shit. Do not buy me any more gifts. It's over.
1: Yeah. Don't get the conversation wrong. His behavior is toxic. I don't, I don't, I'm not deeming him an abuser though. His right. behavior is definitely toxic. Right. I don't know the man well enough to call him an abuser. Exactly. Um. He just, he probably does not know any better, just like Flo said. So in his mind, he's like, yo, I just buy her a gift to show her that I'm serious. That's it. And unless you are in the field or you've been studying this shit or you've kind of had a therapist, you're not thinking that that's toxic. You don't think that that's a, a bad thing to do. Most people are sitting there like, damn, if I fuck up, I should do something to rectify it. And if your love language is gift giving, you might be like, Yo, I'ma go then give he, get a gift. a gift. Mm. And Cardi is a getting
2: money bitch, bro. So what better way to show that, that you seriously to spend your money?
0: Correct.
1: Like that <laughs> and that some, and that could be a thing too. But that's he unfortunate. Might be like, Yo.
0: But that's unfortunate. He
2: also knows he might know how she moves, bro. He might know that in her mind it's put your money where your mouth is. You you got all words could fall deaf. A three hundred thousand dollar car ain't falling deaf, my guy. That shit ain't falling deaf for no right. But if you're if you're I a get money person sorry, for sure. sure.
0: But that's unfortunate that that's really that niggas only resort, bro. That's a scary it thing. Is. Your only play, bro. X the nigga
2: y'all niggas be acting like these niggas don't love money bro No, like, no no, no, no. I get what, you, what
0: they do I get what you are saying but at some point my brother we not gonna be able as men to keep on trying to feel like in order to get our woman back we gonna have to buy them something whether we think she a get money bitch or not cause at some point she be like nigga fuck your gift nigga I could buy me the same thing now what there's women out there that think just like Cardi but on a whole nother level where it's like the nigga fucked but up cool he bought me you just said bo-
2: that just now if the gift isn't valid, then what? Because your words ain't valid either. So what is valid at that point,
0: nigga? Then, then. Nah, I don't.
1: I don't. Des- I don't necessarily think that it, it one or the other. Like they both would be negated. I think it all is, the, is contingent on what the fuck up was. Because getting me a gift because you cheated might be might open the door for me if I'm a get money nigga and I like gifts and I'm like, ooh, okay, you got me a gift. But that does not rectify what was what what the issue is between us. Right.
2: All right, I got a real nigga question for both of y'all. Y'all your girl cheats. If she can't buy you something, what can she do cuz you already don't trust her? So what's the next step? She got to cuz if you, don't trust, she gotta if do you some... don't trust her words and you don't trust her actions, then what do you trust from her? She
0: got to do
1: bro, something money a... can't buy. And if I'm at a point where I don't trust her words or actions, period, then the, the relationship's over. Exactly. Click. Is
2: it if you're really with that person, you don't really want to leave, but you can't trust them either, uh, bro? Well that, then that, that, what that that's what's the limbo space? Uh, yeah,
1: all right, you. This scenario is ridiculous. It's getting a little ridiculous. It's, it's not. It's it really is not. Because, no, it is because bro, what if, I'm saying. What I'm saying. If my
2: wife cheats on me, I'm not leaving her. But uh, that doesn't mean I'm not. That's your of,
1: decision, though. That doesn't necessarily mean that it's yeah, not but you a don't decision. Throw
2: away years either, bro. You acting like you could throw away years. That out is the door. your you decision.
1: Can. What I'm saying is that's one that's not everybody's decision, and that's not the only decision. So if if I don't trust, if I don't trust her words and I don't trust her actions anymore, I I trust her gift. To make me feel more comfortable? That shit sounds retarded. That shit sounds dumb as fuck. I'm not saying that you trust the gift. You
2: trust the fact that they're willing to try.
1: But that also would have to then go back to me at some point trusting their words and their actions. So the gift doesn't really matter. The gift is just... It's either I'm liking the gift because I like a gift. Or I'm just that superficial that when you give me a gift, all is forgiven. But nine times out of 10, all is not forgiven solely because you all bought me a Rolex. Forgiven. You bought me all a Rolex. Okay, forgiven. cool. That's great. But what about the fact that you're cheating and I don't fucking, uh, I don't trust you. You have to build back the trust. That's the thing that would make me, if I'm in a relationship and I'm willing to work it out and I don't trust their words and their actions in this particular period of time... You have to do things that are gonna make me trust that. So you might have to go to therapy. You might like we have to find out why you cheating, and then you have to rectify that. Buying me the gift don't do shit. Honestly. At no some, matter if I'm a get money nigga or not.
0: At some point, D flow, that running out of gift shit is gonna be fucking low and dry, bro, because I'm trying to figure out
2: It is gonna be low and dry. Therapy and certain things would be recommended, but you gonna finna you finna work to gain back this But yeah, but that's money. what I'm saying.
0: Like and that's what the For the women about. listening to this right now, they know and this conversation is probably triggering mad women right now cuz they probably in the same fucking situation like Cardi B. if not 10 times worse with a nigga that they're not in a position to either leave the nigga on some economic shit cuz they the only spot they really got to go to is still stay with this nigga. They, they can't sleep or go nowhere else. The niggas might be in a position where he's the breadwinner. Even if she probably got a better job, the niggas still may be financially footing the bill for X, Y, and Z. They stuck. And then, they probably got a similar situation just like Cardi where every time the nigga violate or he do something stupid, it's like the gift keeps on bringing her back. That's sad, bro. That's sad.
2: And, all right, let's clarify for the listeners. In no way, shape, or form, am I saying if a nigga cheats on you seven times that you have to sit there and tolerate that because at some point it becomes a pattern. What I'm saying is if he cheats on you once or he does some walkie shit once, depending on the type of person you're dealing with, they might not know. What other way to
1: compensate besides buying a gift? And that's it seems fine. The most natural thing I, to do. That's fine. I don't think there's an issue w- with the i. I think there's two things. One, for the men listening, you should realize that that's not a good approach. Correct. Correct. It, it, two, it's totally fine to be like there's two things. Totally fine to be like yo. I don't really know what else to do. Let me go get her some flowers. Let me go buy her this. That's totally fine. I don't know what to do, and then the other thing is you have to break down what is your intentionality behind getting said gift. Because if you think the gift is supposed to patch everything up, then you in the wrong. You're 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 not thinking about it in the appropriate way. Correct. If you if you are like yo, I know that my partner's love language is gifts, and then this is going to open a conversation for. Something deeper to happen. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that at all. Like you're you're trying to oh you're trying to speak in your partner's love language. So I get it. Cool, whatever. But I just think that if you think buying a gift is supposed to just patch everything up, I've been cheating for six months. You just found out. We had this blowout, and then I go to your job and fucking drop a, a thousand roses at your job. One, it like Distinguished said, that's a public thing, so now it's kind of like putting the person on the spot. And then two, it's like that don't patch up the fact that you're cheating. I'm like, not. I, I'm not saying that it should patch up. I'm saying that it should
2: open the door.
1: I if don't think you it know, you should gotta, do I, anything.
2: I think it's I a, do think you got to know your pat. You got to know your partner, and you got to know if that's something your partner is gonna appreciate
1: cuz some women it would piss them off more than anything else. I I think it, it has a lot to do with intentionality. I think it's what your what your idea of doing so is cuz <laughs> it, it, again, if you if you think I don't think it should do anything like I don't think it should patch it up or not, I think that you have to be very intentional with gifts. And so like you got to kind of weigh it out in terms of why are you doing it? Not so much the gift. The gift isn't the issue. Why are you doing it? That's what you have to ask yourself.
0: Right. And just, to, and just to add on to what XAB is, we've been on this topic for far too long, but just to kind yeah, of bring it back, on. the value, my brothers, of the gift is contingent on what the fuck you did for your relationship to survive the next quarter. I'm going to say it one more time for y'all. The value of the gift is contingent on what the fuck you did and then that will determine if your relationship will make us to the next quarter i hope cardi and offset figure the shit out
1: best I mean, of luck to those two young birds man i guess that brings us to our next question uh distinguished that you kind of put in the chat and that is do you think love is based on effort or convenience
0: listen man um seeing this today triggered me as you brothers know and you. Everybody will know right now. I, I've, I've I've enrolled myself into therapy. Um, I started therapy last week and was asked a lot of very difficult questions. After my therapy session, I was having a conversation with somebody and I broke down on the phone and cried because I still did not know I was being. I was remembering things that triggered me when I was like in the fifth grade. Um, And I did not know I was still holding on to that. It had nothing to do with no girls or nothing. It had just everything to do with me and being in school. And I was like, damn, like, this is going to be some shit. Um, Whoa, I'm going to be in for a ride. I think that sometimes people look at love like it don't cost a thing. You know, there was a movie that came out years ago with Christina Milian and Nick Cannon called Love Don't Cost a Thing. No, love can cost you every motherfucking thing. Okay? Don't get caught up in these movies, guys, and these cliches. I think sometimes people will knowingly know that they're with somebody that loves them. But because they know that they can attract that person to love them, they will date them out of convenience. They will marry them out of convenience because they know that person is going to do this thing, X just off the fact of, quote unquote, they love me. So, so. so
1: let, let's, clarify, let's clarify for the listeners Just uh, a little bit Okay. Um, the meme that you put in the chat Was um, It's a text message between two people And someone says I really think love is not based on effort Don't you think so? And then someone responds Well what is it based on then? And then the person responds back And says You want a cold cup of water I'm So I fan the cup a million times Then someone else comes by and drop some ice in the cup. You want something from a person. Maybe you have expectations. I work with blood, sweat, and tears to reach your expectations. And then suddenly, someone just came by and has the thing you've been looking for. So you go with them instead. So that's what the conversation was based off of. Um, I don't... For me, I don't agree with it. I don't think it's about convenience. Because there are people out there that value that that blood, sweat, and tears more than they value the end goal. So there are definitely people that exist that they might like nice things, but the part that stands out to them is the effort you put in to get them said nice things. Now, there is another subset, and sometimes I guess we call it the get money women and the get um, money niggas, that... All they care about is the end result. Can this nigga buy me a Rolex on demand? Can this nigga buy me a apartment on demand? Can this nigga get me a business on demand? I don't really fuck with people like that, to be honest. I try to stay away from people like that because those are the here and now individuals. But I don't think that love is is always contingent on a convenience factor.
2: Um... um i don't I don't think love is either of those things to be honest with you. I think love is a very very weird thing. I think when you love someone, effort and convenience has <sighs> I could like you and I could still put a lot of effort into wanting to be with you and I could like you and just find you convenient. You feel mm-hmm. I me mean? like love is a very when you love someone, you deeply rooted love that person. Honestly, it doesn't matter what that person does. There's certain limits that you would put yourself to, but there's a certain amount of limitless at the same time. It's like, I'm with my wife, and I'm about to say some real shit too. There's not much in this world that this chick could really do to me except try to actually cause bodily harm to me that would sway my mind from not wanting to be with her. And I've had long thoughts and decisions to make in my life that has put me in a predicament where I'm just like, what makes me not want to be with this person? Those contemplations happen, and Mm -hmm. then you start to panic to yourself because you're just like, but I want to be with her, though. Right. It's not even a matter if it's convenient or if if what what she's doing to make me happy, I actually want to be with her. You feel me? It becomes a part of the person who you function with. You feel me? Like, Love is something that happens, and when it happens to you, there's a reason why they say they're called soulmates for a certain reason, because that person becomes a part of your being. And when you love that person, it's like your mom. There's a certain innate way about you. If you love your mom and you love your dad, there's not much that that person could do to make you not love them. That's why I get confused when people say I fall out of love because if you actually love that person you never really fall out of love. I think it all becomes whether or not that person
1: works for what's happening in your life. Well then that would go to effort. If it's work, if they're working towards it. Cuz I think what they're talking about is the maintenance, not love itself but the maintenance of love. Is it, basically what they're challenging is is love a thing of effort and maintenance versus it is it really oh, just what? about is it really just the, about uh, the action what, of love itself? Like, like they're trying to say is a component and a definition of love based off of someone's effort towards you or is it based off of what they can do for you in the here and now? Is someone going to be happier oh. in a relationship if any time they walk in the room, they go and they like deflow, Um, I want to I want us to get a condo on the east side and you can be like hi babe no problem or is it like babe i want a condo and then you manually they see you go from job to job to job to make sure you get those funds and in five years y'all got that condo that's
2: why i said
1: for me it can never be convenience then yeah for me the type of people that i have in my life that i consider love to be based on that i've seen true love come from they always loved the grind. They always loved seeing they always loved the effort that I put into showing them the affection and love more so than the end product of whatever gift I got them. The gift was cool or not, not just gifts, but the end product was cool, but the effort they saw me go through is kind of what made them be like, I fuck with you. I don't yeah, I don't I don't fuck with the the niggas that need shit on demand. I can't do it. Me personally.
2: Yeah, convenience. I could never put convenience in that realm because the minute I'm not convenient for you, that means you don't,
1: you're going to you love me no more.
2: Like, yeah, like, love. The, is that the, How the could that be love? What, yeah. Yeah, what? what it, it takes effort to maintain love. Yes, that is true. It takes, it takes an em- enormous
1: amount of effort. I don't think maintain. convenience can maintain love at all.
2: It can't. It can't because convenience is solely based on what I'm able to do for you and how I'm able to Let me let me clarify. It think.
1: can, I don't think it's healthy to define your relationship based off of convenience. Me personally. But I don't I
2: don't even think that's right. Because then if you're solely with me because I could always provide for you in a in a way that's convenient, then what happens when the hard times hit? Because that's when your love is really. And tested. I
0: think <laughs> and I think that's why I just broke down now because of how hard that meme has hit me personally because mm. that's, that's the part de flow that, 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 that's the crust of what I took away from the meme. When you're no, when it's no longer conducive, like the hard shit happens. Mm-hmm. And then it's like the nigga now comes with the bag of ice. Just when I thought I was about to get that fucking, you know what I mean? Get it cold enough for you. The nigga come with the bag of ice and it's like, no, I got it. Oh, we don't need this nigga distinguished no more.
1: And so I'm gonna say a mm. real thing. there are unfortunately people out there that find that or at least on surface level. I don't know what they're thinking innerly, but on surface level, they do find that to be a de- a determining factor for if they want to be with somebody or not that's true they they look at it and there are, are some I'd see it more so in women than I do in men but I could just be a biased right now. Um, But there are women that I've seen who, when we have conversations about relationships, some of the first things on their priority list is what the nigga can do for them financially, not even what the nigga is presenting as an individual. Mm -hmm. It's like, If he buys me Dior, if he buys me Chanel, if he is able to fly me out or if he's able to buy me this, then I'm going to be happy. And I'm like, how? I get you'll be happy because it's like you want for nothing. But when we're talking about an adult relationship, how does that make you happy at the end of the day?
2: But that's because they weren't looking for love to begin with. You mm. feel I me? Mean? Like women who end up put themselves in that predicament, their goal is not to find love. Their goal is to have convenience. That this sounds like true. you can't really put convenience in the same category love because if you really love that person, you don't give a fuck what they're about to you do. You don't as care if y'all niggas that person is in a is fucking hut. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like you see them stories where people you see like women be with a nigga and that nigga lose his limbs and she stick with that nigga, bro. Like... That's love, my nigga. Like, you have to deeply rooted love that person. It doesn't matter what situation the person is in. You just want to be with them. You feel me? Like, convenience and love cannot be in the same conversation because they don't apply. And then if you're just... mm, No, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Now, I say if you're just with me because I could buy you nice things, then... I know that you're not with me for love either because I know the only time I make you happy is when I give you something. Mm. And that ultimately just leads to me manipulating you. So then I never loved you to begin
1: with because if I love you, I won't manipulate you. Right. I I could see that too. Um, You kind of touched on it and we'll get to these final two things before we wrap up. Um, In and out of love. I think this is going to be a good two live crew question to distinguish, but uh, do you feel like people can... Get back in love after, quote unquote, falling out of love. I know, d flow you kind of say you don't think if you really love someone, you don't fall out of it. So distinguish what you feel. Um,
0: I don't know anymore. Mm, that's
1: a real answer. I'm going to just say, I guess for me, if, while you're still thinking about it. Um I'm I'm one of those dudes That Any of the Women that I've ever Like Told I loved Or Or we had a romantic Love interest I will always love them But love doesn't always Necessarily mean Romantically I'm always going to Have love for that Individual In the essence of If they need me For something They don't need to Hesitate to call me Like I will be there And I will show up Um but in terms of, like, the romantic spark, can you re-spark something after it's died? Definitely. I think that's a possibility, 100%. It all depends Romantically, on, yeah. Yeah, it all depends on what broke the romantic or, or what killed the romantic spark in the first place. So, yeah, if I loved you from, if I said that I loved you, nine times out of ten, I still love you, regardless of what falling out we might have Romantically, though, the romantic spark, I think, is based off of... Other things is based off of What I'm looking for In a relationship And if we have Come to the conclusion That we are on Two different paths I may still find you Attractive And I may still love you But that doesn't Necessarily mean I want to be with you um, and, and that I think Is the difference And I know some women Are like Oh see that's why Niggas cheat Nope Because If I find you Attractive And I love you But I don't want To be with you That is the barrier Because if I have a relationship that I know I want to be with that person, and I have my ex who I love and I appreciate, and of course they were attractive to me, I already came to the conclusion I don't want to be with them. So I will not jeopardize the thing that I want to be with for something that I know I don't want to be with. So that would be the difference for me. But um, do you still thinking about it or we should move on? Yeah, we, uh, we should probably move on. All right, bro. This cat
2: distinguishes over there. It's cooked, took, bro. Oh, man, it's so good, bro. I respect Thank your you. feelings, man. He's in deep thought over there right now,
1: son. I respect it. So the last thing we're going to talk about before we kind of uh, wrap up this week's episode is designer. Designer clothing. We've been seeing a lot of shit about designer clothing and distinguished through something in the chat where a nigga is upset because he has on a Dior shirt. Yo. But trying to talk to a shorty. Nigga. And the shorty says, no.
0: <laughs> Yo, that fucking meme had me rolling, son. And the shit that- I don't get it. The shit that took it to the next level is the nigga was crying. That's so. Sh-
1: <laughs> so, flow. So, basically, what it's representing is there's a lot of niggas out here that think that they're entitled to women- Solely because they got on the freshest or quote unquote, the freshest outfit. Mm -hmm. So they got on like a Gucci shirt, $500 Gucci shirt, $500 Gucci pants on and whatever. So they walk up in the club and either they disrespectful or they fugly. (laughs) It's a a shorty.
2: Can I I tell, can I tell the fans a secret? Can I tell the fans (laughs) a secret real quick?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Let let, let them know, bro. (laughs)
2: Hold on. I got to clean my throat real quick.
1: If you're corny, you're corny <laughs> If you're
2: corny You're corny, boy you're corny, corny, And corny, that's corny, corny, what niggas,
1: corny. niggas Niggas, this is the thing Okay, ladies and gentlemen But with specifically the niggas If you got game You could be wearing A fucking wife beater And basketball and shorts this, That's my a fact And bag, okay If you're Facts. If you, if you are smooth and what she wants is not just see and i think that's the distinction we got to start having this is these are the conversations we have to start having niggas it's not always what you want right it is a 50 50 thing just because you think you have on something fly and because you think that you look good and because you think she should like you doesn't mean that she has to like you all right she can still see you come in In the fucking most expensive outfit ever, and say I don't like you. But niggas do get upset when they like yo. I got on the flyest fit. I'm about to bag mad bitches at the club. No, you're not, sir. If you are a (laughs) cornball, Dior is not gonna
2: help you, son. (laughs) And what niggas have to realize is just like yo, women. If first of all, if shorty, if shorty's talking to you and you getting played, bro. Most of the time, son. If you really got on a $3000 outfit, bro, she just looking at you like, mm, you could buy me a nice bag." Exactly.
1: Facts. Yo, yo, you're presenting you know a what? picture that you better be able to better keep up be with. Better be able
2: to keep up,
1: bro. Cuz if that if you better. only got one of them outfits in your closet and you the rest be... <laughs> the rest of the week you
2: are in five dollar white tees. That's it. Facts. I'm. I'm. Yeah. You know what's funny about it, son. And this is something for for our male listeners for sure. Like, listen, bro. If you if you're a smooth talker, you're a smooth talker, bro. If you got game, you got game. It doesn't matter what you're wearing. Now, naturally, certain things always give you a small boost. If you smell good, Facts. you're well kept. Those are little boosters for sure. Because yeah, you get a plus five. you appreciate. Yeah, you get a, plus you get a five. thing. But if you can make her laugh till she snorts, my guy, you will always be in the ball court, my friend. (laughs) You'll be in the game. You could be down by 30. (laughs) You're still (laughs) in the (laughs) game.
1: you still in the ball game, bro. You're still in
2: the ball game, bro. You make her bust that laugh, son, and she would, you will always have a shot, bro. Like. Shorty will always be like, nah, he's mad cool. She at least want to hang out with you.
1: If she likes you <laughs> off rip, that's the, because that's the that's important the next piece thing. that niggas often forget. She has to like or be interested from, this is what it is. Look at it as a meter, nigga. You might be at 50% if she is interested. She may not know if she likes you or not. And this goes back to the conversation from our last podcast, but... She may not know if she likes you or not. She might just be interested. Maybe you physically are interesting. Maybe I had a conversation or two that she thought was interesting. But she's still in the I don't know phase. You go on a date. You come out with the designer shit. That might be a plus 10. She might look at it depending on the type of person she is. Or she might look at it and say this shit means nothing to me. Or she might look at it and say, you're a clown for spending your money on that because you just took the train to this date. And all that money could have went.
2: went And we went to BBQs. And we went to a $3,000 outfit. We eating fucking BBQs. (laughs) And you showed up to BBQs
1: in a $3,000 outfit, but you could have bought yourself a car. You're a silly nigga. All right? So, boom. (laughs) Those are the three options that you got showing up in design or whatever. That's number one. Two is that's a plus 10. That ain't the the whole ball game. It's not. That ain't it. And then if you you know what I mean you could joke with her and you make her laugh and stuff. Those are like plus plus twenties. She might be like, all right, yo. He may not be a hundred percent my physical type, but this nigga keeps me entertained, and that's what Thanks. it comes down to when it comes to dating. Is it entertaining? Is the date entertaining? That if y'all if y'all don't leave the shit feeling entertained, the date probably didn't work out. And 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 hint hint niggas.
2: You might get a plus twenty five if you pull up dressed regular, but you're driving. Mm-hmm. I'm just letting you know because if that's you pull fact. up flying on a train, you might get a plus ten, but you get a plus twenty five if you pull up and you driving, my nigga. Because as, as you step out that bitch, you're showing you're unique, responsibility.
1: You're showing a facts. little responsibility. Okay, you can maintain a, a car, you can maintain your bills a little bit, and you're able to buy whatever. Okay, that's a plus twenty five. You know what I mean? You're in the clear. Yeah. But you're
2: in um the clear. she she have rate you higher than if you pull up with the. Thousand dollar the thousand dollar jeans and the the two the the two thousand dollar
1: shirt. Right. And and niggas, let's talk to the young niggas real quick and then we'll wrap this up. If you're 18 or 19 or 20, let's say up to 25, right? And you pull up with a regular outfit but a car, you will always beat the nigga that gets off the train in the thousand dollar outfit to a real chick. Mm-hmm. If you're you're
2: 19 Pulling up in a car Nigga You might get the pussy That night
1: (laughs) Big facts I'm just saying (laughs) That's a fact If you're 19 And you pull up in a car Versus 19 Pulling up in a $3,000 outfit She is going If she's a real chick Cause There might be some That ooh I'm walking around Bay Times Square With a With a uh, $3,000 outfit But For a real chick She's going to see You pull up in that car And be like Mmm Okay. I don't know how he got the car. At, at it could 19, be your dad's bro? car, my nigga. It could, bro, if you got at access 19, to the Listen, little niggas, at
2: 19, y'all could pull maybe a 25 year old if you're pulling up with a car, bro. You, you could skip your age range.
1: <laughs> you can jump three, four years out the gate. You, you might be able to jump, jump, jump because it shows <laughs> a sense of responsibility. Thanks. You could be in a regular ass outfit, but distinguish what is the tough knot? So we get the fuck about it. The tough
0: night is sometimes, in order to see what's in somebody's heart, you have to break it.
1: Damn, this yo, this nigga distinguished been spitting this whole episode. Yeah. I just want everybody to know. Can't, this nigga can't
2: put on his wisdom hat today and was just like, I'm finna show these niggas what's up. This nigga is going all
1: platinum right? on this fucking episode. <laughs> oh, <laughs> for See, this, this this is the distinguished. I mean, I love all distinguishes, but this is the distinguished that I appreciate a lot. Cause when know, this nigga get know. in this bag, bro. <laughs> They getting yeah. this fucking philosophical. He been majority, in this bag all week, bro. He been in this bag all week, so I respect it. I just gotta throw that out there. Um, now nah, we gotta we gotta love the majority, bro,
2: because he said some comments <laughs> earlier in the show that makes me question. Well, I
1: don't think that's ever gonna go away with this thing, but <laughs> I know I've come to accept it. I just uh, I like the balance. <laughs> Cause if he stayed in that realm, sometimes this nigga just be silly all day long. <laughs> but for the last the last week or so, this nigga been on some sending me voice notes that just sound mad. Like this nigga been in the library reading all types of philosophical books for thirty six days, <laughs> nigga. Uh, I respect it. But what would Dad say? Um, uh, that's a that's an interesting question. What would Dad say? Uh I would say keep your health at the top of your priority list during this time i know that we all want outside to open back up but news flash we didn't talk about covid but a lot of people are saying that america is experiencing a third wave we didn't skip the second wave all right all right we we're experiencing a third wave and they are predicting that we are going to see some of the darker sides of covid during this winter seeing as it's actually going to be here during the winter flu season we've been saying this on the podcast all day long correct i mean since the dawn of time correct so we've been warning everybody we've been telling y'all subtly hinting towards what you need to do to make sure that you are in a decent space because these next three months i feel like financially are going to be hard for a lot of people Um, Solely because I do think COVID is going to see a boost and we're going to see some reactions and those reactions are not always going to be favorable to those who are in a dire situation at this moment in time. So if you can get yourself into a position where you can kind of either stack bread or again, like we said, create a digital presence, whether that's a product that you can ship out. Or whether that's content that you can put that will eventually lead to monetization. I think that you should look into it. Um, And with that being said, in terms of health, listen, y'all, there's no event. There's no party. There is no outing that is so necessary for you to go to that if you are recovering from anything or you are currently sick or whatever may be the case that you need to run to it so take care of yourself make sure that everything is in order because this is going to be one of those seasons where sickness is going to be rampant it's another episode of dad has some bow ties it's the kid xab we out